Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 89 of the All or Something Living Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about how you can develop a mindset for abundance or an abundant mindset, however you prefer to look at it. So do you ever believe that if you had everything that you desire right now, you'd suddenly be happy? So what you may not realize is that choosing to feel happy and abundant is available to you right now, even if your bank account isn't where you'd like it to be or if your life doesn't look exactly how you'd like it to look ideally. So when I think of abundance, I imagine myself cozied up in a warm blanket and feeling supported. So for me, it's a feeling. It's just like a comforted, cozy feeling. But your interpretation of abundance might be different than mine, and that's totally fine. But the key message is to get in the habit of feeling grateful for all you have right now. Because if you don't know how to feel satisfied with the life that you have now, then what makes you think that you're going to feel any different when you have more? Because have you ever noticed how rich people can still feel miserable That's because they likely haven't learned how to be thankful and present with what they have. So what happens is that they end up seeking more, hoping that it's going to bring happiness, but it rarely, if ever, does, and they just keep seeking more and more for the rest of their lives. Non-stop. It's an endless cycle. So the three tips that I'm going to share with you in today's episode is are going to have you feeling grateful, abundant, and content in whatever phase of your life you find yourself in. This podcast is sponsored by the All or Something Lifestyle Crash Course. If you love and benefit from this podcast, then you are really going to love this course. So for just $27, you can learn the ins and outs of how you can finally get out of your own way and become unapologetic about your life's visions and desires. The crash course is divided into four short modules. In the first module, I'll break down how you can stop chasing external validation and find the confidence within yourself to complete any important goal that you set. Module two is all about learning how to have such a deep, fulfilling relationship with yourself that you quit living for the when and you start living for the now. In module three, you'll discover why you likely experience binges and strong cravings when it comes to food and how to set goals to nourish your body without feeling the need to be perfect or restrict or diet all the time. And finally, in module four, you'll learn how to show up more consistently for yourself, your relationships, your professional life, and more. I'll teach you how you can build flexible routines that allow you to be productive while still honoring down days. You'll finish each day feeling accomplished and proud of yourself. With each module, you get a PDF worksheet, and I've even included an emergency self-care kit for times when you feel burnt out or tired. You can access the course anytime, anywhere, and watch the videos with slides if you're a visual learner, or listen as you complete other tasks if you're more of an auditory learner. To sign up, click the link in the show notes or visit laurenkepler.com and go to the courses tab. Hope to see you in there. 
So the first thing that you want to do in order to start feeling more abundant is to have a gratitude practice. Now, developing a gratitude practice was a habit that I personally overlooked for a really long time. I felt that it seemed too simple, and because of that, I I also assumed that it wouldn't be very impactful or effective, but I finally decided to try it out, and this is when I got really serious about personal development and really starting to learn how to manifest my ideal life and become the person that I always wanted to be. I, that's when I really decided to try it out, and it made a huge difference, especially right smack dab in the beginning of this entrepreneurial journey that I'm on, and so to this day, it remains one of my most powerful daily practices. So I would, um, first of all, just be very careful about how you feel uh, about things that seem too simple or too obvious and overlooking those things because oftentimes those are the things that can make the biggest impact and gratitude is no different. So expressing gratitude is much more than just rattling off a list of things that make you happy. I remember we first started to do this practice at the dinner table when Jalen was, what, was he around like nine? Yeah, around nine or ten. And he felt guilty because he wanted, he didn't like know, he felt like it had to be something grandiose that he was grateful for or something profound. But we were like, no, you can be grateful that you woke up this morning or you can be grateful that you have a roof over your head or you can be grateful about your video games. Because what it's really about is learning to intentionally seek out the blessings in your life and to notice them and to acknowledge them. So not only does it encourage you to notice what is already good in your life, but it also helps to retrain your mind to see the positive in things. And this is important to do because our brains are naturally wired to look for threats. And so having a gratitude practice is going to allow you to change that narrative so that you can begin to create a feeling of abundance and support within yourself. So your gratitude practice can either consist of writing down a few things that you're grateful for each day. I used to make a list. You can share them with family at the dinner table. That's a good way to get your kids involved. Or this is what I do now, and you can set a timer for one minute and then say them out loud. That's part of my morning routine. Or you can figure out another way that you want to express them, but it's really your choice. Whatever feels most aligned for you. So that's the first thing is to have a gratitude practice. And the next something that you can do as well is to develop money rituals. So I don't know about you, but money was something that I was taught to fear. It's something that felt scarce and something that felt very abstract to me. Because growing up, I was given the messages like there's not enough to go around or we can't afford that or it's selfish to want more than you already have. And so as an adult, it took me a lot of work to improve my relationship with money and to understand that it's not selfish for me to want to make more money. Because after all, I want to have more money so that I can make a bigger impact. I want to use that money to take better care of myself so that I can show up more fully and also to be able to do kind random acts of kindness for people in the way that I want to, such as sending them random gifts or, you know, 
taking them on vacations or donating to charities or even getting more involved with charities because I have enough money to where I have the time freedom as well. So here are the two of my favorite money rituals that I learned. Um, and I, I forget who I learned these from. Again, a lot of the, self, the tools that I share with you are a combination of things that I've learned from different people and then tried out for myself and twisted it in a way that worked for me. So you can do the same with anything that I teach you. You can try it out for yourself and make any tweaks necessary so that it actually benefits you and in the way that you want it to because it's not about doing it exactly the way that I do it it's about adopting your own version so I practice being intentional with my money and how I spend it so usually that means that me understanding why something feels like an important purchase and again it doesn't have to be some well thought out reason it could just be simply asking myself does this bring me joy you know the Marie Kondo uh, method. Does this bring me joy? Is this something that's going to contribute to my life in a good way? Is this worth it? Why am I buying this? Um, and then when I spend, when I do choose to spend money, and especially a significant amount because that can feel more scary than just spending a few dollars, I like to say, and I've taught my fiance Jason this as well, there's always more where that came from. And saying this reminds me that money is a type of energy that it flows and it continues flowing. Up to this point in my life, I've never run out of money. I've, yes, lived paycheck to paycheck. I've had, I've technically ran out of money for like a few days, but then more came in. So it's something that has always uh, been a flowing kind of currency because that's really what money is. It's just an energy exchange. So another thing that I like to do is check my bank account each morning and when I do this, I check in with the transactions that I made the previous day. And by checking in, I mean I ask myself, was that really worth it? Is that the way that I would decide to spend my money again? Should I rethink that purchase or, you know, whatever. I check in with my feelings around that and it reminds me to stay connected with the money I spend so that I respect money um, and in return it respects me. And again, that might sound really silly, but... If you're thinking of it in terms of like an energy, you want to respect the energy and energy is a life force. You want to respect that life force if you expect it to respect you as well. Um, so I do that. Um, I lost track of what I was saying there. Anyway, so yeah, so, oh, so I, I stay connected with the money and, and then I remind myself of this mantra, money flows easily and frequently. So these rituals, these two rituals sound very similar because they are and they're both, in my opinion, equally effective because they both remind me to stay in tune with not only my money, but my spending habits and my feelings around money and my feelings around the choices for my spending um, habits. So learning to respect money and trust that more is on the way has allowed me to develop an abundant mindset instead of, because I know the feeling, you know, I, and this is, this is something that you can develop even when you are living paycheck to paycheck, because I've experienced both. I've been living paycheck to paycheck and been so afraid of running, running out of money and lived in fear of that, lived in fear of money. And I've also lived paycheck to paycheck with, um, 
no like bigger source of income coming in, like no expectation of not having to live paycheck to paycheck anytime soon. And I've been able to still feel calm and supported and to remind myself that, you know what, as long as my bills are paid, that's what's most important to me. And then everything else, um, maybe temporarily. And I, I've always, I've always felt this like desire to make more money. And like I said, Throughout my adult life, I've made more, sometimes less. I've known what it's like to make different amounts of money. And really, when you develop an abundant mindset, the feeling is still the same, regardless of how much money that you're making. It's a security that you want to feel in the amount of money that you're making and the respect that you have for your money. Because if you don't develop a level of respect or appreciation for the money that you have, You'll start to make more and you'll just spend that frivolously because, you know, it's burning a hole in your pocket and you just want to spend it because you can. And then you're wondering why, how am I making $100,000 a year when and still living paycheck to paycheck? It's because you've never learned how to develop a relationship with that money and how to, um, how to really become intentional about how you spend it and what you spend it on. So the last thing that you can do is practice being more present. So what's the point of having the things that you desire if you're not even able to be present enough to enjoy them? So developing a habit of being in the moment is one of the keys for you to feel abundant. And as I said in the beginning of this episode, you can feel that way even if you don't live in your dream mansion or you don't have the ability to travel the world like you desire. So remember this. Abundance is a mindset. And if you're ungrateful if you're unable to feel grateful with what you have now, what makes you think you're going to be happier with more or happy at all? So practice being more in tune with yourself, your surroundings and the people that you care about. Ground yourself, be there. And one of the best ways that I'm able to do that is through a regular meditation practice. I love to use the Insight Timer app for this or I can I sometimes do go on YouTube and search something. And I've also designed a guided meditation that you can access. That's available to you through a link in the show notes. And this um, meditation that I created combines all my favorite meditation techniques. And it's designed to help you recharge your energy at any point in the day. So just remember that abundance is a state of mind. It's a feeling that's available to you anytime you want it. And you don't have to have a million dollars or your dream career in order to start feeling successful now. Because while those things might enhance your joy, it's not going to make a huge difference if you're unable to recognize your blessings in the first place. So use these three tips and start to cultivate the fulfillment that you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to grab a copy of my free guided meditation in the show notes, or you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler, and I would be very happy to send you a link. So next week, we are going to talk about why it's important to see your partner with fresh eyes daily. So this is more, next week is going to be more of a relationship type of episode, which I haven't done for a while. I think really since Jason and I did our uh, interview, since I interviewed him on the podcast, but our wedding is coming up very soon. Um, So it's important 
for me especially to remind myself of how we keep our relationship strong and that's one of the biggest ways that we keep our relationship going. So be on the lookout for that. I can't wait to talk to you next week, but until then, just remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.